So you've heard about the CryptoPunks and many OG NFT projects, but do you know what the first art NFT is? Today, we're going to speak about curio cards and what makes them special. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Curio Cards is the first art NFT, and this project was minted on the Ethereum blockchain. It launched as an online art gallery on May 9th, 2017. So that predates CryptoPunks and many of the so-called OG projects. So although this collection was released on the Ethereum blockchain, it clearly celebrates Bitcoin. It's not like the environment that we're seeing today where the ETH gung-ho, the ETH faithful, if you will, are maxis, and a lot of the times they have negative things to say about Bitcoin. Well, a third of the cards are actually direct references to Bitcoin. Of course, the story of crypto and everything leading up to each of these cards is a reference to Bitcoin, but the actual symbol of Bitcoin or Bitcoin is mentioned directly in a third of them. So as it sounds, this is a digital art project and it is a card and they're numbered one through 30, featuring art from several artists around the world. And these cards range in supply from 111 to 2,154. In total, there are 29,700 cards and there's an estimated 4,000 that have been lost or destroyed. So the interesting thing about this, what makes this really special is this token was actually before the current standard, which is the ERC-21 token, which is really what took off NFTs and that's what made it go mainstream, what have you. Since then, new standards have come out. However, a lot of the big famous projects were under that standard. This particular project influenced what would become that standard. And the features that are in this include purchasing the initial artwork directly from a smart contract, Embedding the artwork using IPFS hash, which is that interplanetary file system that we often speak about and how that art pops up. It is using that hash or address and it's pulling it from the decentralized network, meaning that there is no Amazon server or Microsoft server or Google server where that image is stored on and it's scattered across a network. And it's pulling that information directly into the smart contract. And that is pretty much what all the major ones are doing. And if you're in case you're wondering where the art is stored, I actually did a full episode on that. You can check out episode number 389 when I discussed why some of these images were replaced with naked art. Well, that episode goes into all the different ways that NFT images could be stored. And most commonly is going to be the IPFS option. But also going back to this project, another option of this or another thing that became standard is the non-divisible token in a fixed supply. And of course, that is pretty much as basic as it gets as far as how we think of NFTs and collectibles having a finite supply. But also what was unique to this is they had multiple different tokens within the same collection. So those 30 different cards are all a part of these curio cards. And as I said, this predates that ERC-721. So in order to trade on OpenSea, they actually had to wrap it. They made a wrapping contract, and that is how they are able to go onto those marketplaces using that new standard, the modern standard. And this is very similar to how they had to actually wrap the old V1 punks. So in case you're not familiar, I've mentioned this on the show before, but in case you're new to this, crypto punks that we know and love today, the ones that are really up there competing back and forth for floor price with the Board 8 Yacht Club, that is actually the V2, the original V1 punks, which are also available for sale. You can get those on the market. Those are actually wrapped. I'm not going to go into all the technical details of that, but however, 
they had to be reworked in order to be on OpenSea and so forth. But reason why I'm bringing all that technical stuff up is to say this is definitely predating all of that. So any of them that you currently see on OpenSea, they're actually wrapped and that's how they're able to be traded on the market. So the interesting thing about this is they absolutely have historical value. And I spoke about it before about historical NFTs. What exactly is that? Well, here's an example of that because this one is the first one with art, predates even the punks, and the standard that made NFTs popular. So in essence, this is a historical piece. And honestly, they need to deliver no more utility to their holders other than being very cool, a talking piece, a piece of art, or even clout or for bragging rights, whatever it might be, that is the utility in itself. There is a community, there is a DAO, they make decisions and are developing an ecosystem. However, that is not really dependent on their significance as far as what they did being the first out of the gates to do this. But if you want to check this out, there is a lot of information on the website about the DAO, everything that's going on as far as the different artists. And if you go to curio.cards, I'll leave that in the show notes. You can check them out for yourself. You can see them, read about all the different information. They'll give you the links, some bio videos and what have you. But also what I found was very interesting is one of the artists by the name of CryptoPop, which I'll probably have to do a separate episode on that because just looking at the various art and how it's documenting the progress of Bitcoin, the prices and so forth, you can actually see a direct link from the Curio Cards website and it goes over to his site and you can see that. And I think it is just very interesting. It's like a time capsule going back in time, looking at the different art pieces. And that was also captured within this. So that is just adding more value to this collection in itself. It is not only telling a story with each of these, but also is historically significant because it really captures that moment in time in a very interesting and unique way and was the first to do it. Now there's lots of cartoons and lots of commentary and so forth on the blockchain. However, this was novel at the time and that's why it is so Bitcoin heavy because as we know and we've spoken about, NFTs are not on the Bitcoin network. Ethereum is the first one to have a smart contract. And of course, this project is the first art one. So I would love to know, what are your thoughts of this? Do you think this is going to have value over time? The floor price is currently around 0.25. Of course, the more rare ones are going to be more expensive, but do you think that is a good buy at this price? Please feel free to let me know at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. But as usual, I thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.